Welcome everyone to another episode of Making Sales Social Live, where today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics to talk about. Um, digital sales automation, key to Clint Eastwood music, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bill McCormick, Bren Tillman, and me, Bob Woods, every week, Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. So automation, I, I right on my headline, it says um, authenticity over automation. So a lot of people think I'm totally anti all automation, but but I'm really not because there's there's all different types of automation. And what I always say is we're for automation to present information. We're against automation that tries to establish or build or develop relationships. And, yep. you know, so so some of the good automation, you know, like an email client, we use that regularly. We have a newsletter that goes out to, I don't know, like 80,000 email addresses. Um, Bob and Bryn and I would be still here trying to send the first one if we were doing it all manually, right? Just couldn't do that. So we have software that does that for us, but we're not trying to build so much a relationship with people. We're just conveying information. So, so that's some of the, some of the good, um, another one, Bryn, talk about magical text expander. Yeah. One of my favorites. Uh, so I love this is uh, getmagical.com. It's a Chrome text expander. And if you reach out to us, we actually have a special link that could give you all of our templates in one place. Um, but what it does is it's got short code, right? So if you, if I have a welcome message that I send to people uh, when they ask me to connect and I don't know who they are, I have a well, and if I accept them, I have a welcome message. I have a reply if I'm not sure I want to accept them. It doesn't make sense for me to rewrite that every single time. It's not efficient. Um, but this free resource, getmagical.com, is an incredible tool that can help your productivity time. Uh, and, uh, and, and it really is amazing from a um, just quickly retrieving any messages that you've saved. There are short codes. So for example, if I, my welcome message is an exclamation point W and it spits out my entire welcome message to someone, a lot of them I'll tailor. So although they are templated, a lot of them I'll tailor, even simply with their own name. Or there are, in some of our templates, it has topic in all caps, right? So we would switch those out, but it still saves us an enormous amount of time. If you have resources, links that you go back to over and over and over again, it's great to save them in Get Magical. So highly, highly recommend it. There are a lot of tools like it out there. This one is free and it's absolutely phenomenal. So I love that. That's automation, guys. Now, I'm not recognized. I have to manually put in the code or there's a slash slash that gives you a menu of all of them. I have to manually do that every single time. There is no bot that's opening up a profile, opening up a message and adding that and sending it. Because all of a sudden, first of all, and, and Bob's going to talk about uh, LinkedIn's rules and their user agreement in a minute. 
But not only is that breaking their rules that we're going to go through, it's also like it's sort of starting a relationship off with a lie. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that that's the piece that I want to round out before um, we have some some chats coming in, too, before we go into, you know, Bob has really studied the user agreement, knows it inside and out. So we're going to have him talk about that in just a minute. But you're like, I did. I read it. I read it a few times. I read it. Uh, But he actually is talking about one that I don't refer to a lot today, which is exciting. But I I digress. Coming back to you cannot start a relationship off with automation. It's a lie. You know, it's it's like being catfished if you're dating. Right. Like it's it's really wrong. And we look at LinkedIn as this relationship building tool. And it's critical that we respect it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Bill talked about email automation. I talked about Get Magical, which is template automation. There's also like Calendly, which is calendar automation. So there's a ton of things that we use. But why do we never use actual bot-like automation on LinkedIn? Bob Woods, it's all yours. So number one, and this isn't a user agreement, this is just, it's a phrase that I coined and I totally dropped and I have no idea why I dropped it because it, it speaks to what uh, Brent says basically. My my phrase always was, if you start out as a bot, you're a bot to the people who are, who you're trying to, to reach out to. I mean, it's just, people know immediately when something comes especially when something comes to them immediately after they reply or or after they accept the connection or whatever that this is that they are talking to a bot and they're not talking to a person i mean there's just there's 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 no way around it it's a lousy way to start a relationship so in the linkedin user agreement uh section um it's 8.2.13 it specifically says, and, and and that's in the don't section. So it says don'ts. You will agree that you will not. You scroll down to number 13, and it says use bots or other automated methods to access the services, meaning LinkedIn, add or download contacts, send or redirect messages. So that doesn't refer to like Magical, for example, which is essentially a text expander. That's fine. But when you're actually using bot and automated mentality to, again, start these relationships and keep them going through pre-programmed messages that a third-party application is using, it's wrong. It can get you shut down. We've been hearing all types of cases lately where it is getting people shut down. So that's just absolutely bad to do. The only way that you can get out of it is to cancel your LinkedIn account because that's it uh yeah well and you can't even log in to cancel if you're and right yeah exactly if you're if you're if you're busted and and so read 8.2.2 also because that's that's one a lot of people are using chrome extensions right yeah so uh 8.2.2 says you agree that you will not wish we had reverb you can not 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 develop support or use software devices scripts robots or any other means or processes, including crawlers, browser plugins, blah, 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 to scrape the services or otherwise copy profile profiles and other data from LinkedIn. That one is huge. That one is such a catch-all. I think that they did the, the bots one specifically to address the whole bot 
phenomena that LinkedIn is so unfortunately caught in now. But um, but yeah, just you know, don't do it. You're not allowed to do it, and so, so, you will likely get busted. Yeah. So so let me jump in here because there is a there are a lot of softwares, a lot of Chrome extensions that are out there, and so you may be thinking. Well, why does LinkedIn allow them? So here's what happened. There was a, a lawsuit a few years ago where some companies sued LinkedIn to have access of, of their, their API. And LinkedIn lost that lawsuit, which gives the companies the ability to develop these softwares, these extensions, the so they can develop them. But when you use them, you're violating the terms of use that you agree to when you when you sign up. So they don't have any liability and you have all of the liability as a as a user. Now a lot if you talk to these companies, they'll they'll say, and we have meetings with them. So they'll 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 contact us and say, hey, let's talk about because they want us to support them. And we'll say, okay, as soon as you show us a, a letter from LinkedIn that says you are allowed to do this, and they never can produce the, the letter. And what they always say is something, that, a, a version of this. Well, we really haven't had anybody get shut down yet. So going back to the Clint Eastwood thing, do you feel lucky? Do you want to be the first one? Now, maybe for you, it's not that big of a deal. For us, LinkedIn's our livelihood, and so we can't take the chance. And we don't want to mislead any of our clients, whether it's one of our coaching clients that comes in every week for, for our coaching sessions or a corporate client where we're working with 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 of their sales reps spread out all over the world that we tell them to use a tool and their profile end up, ends up getting shut down. And that's, and that's what's happening. From a sales manager, sales trainer point of view, I get it. You want your people to be productive and you're kind of taking this idea of, as much mud against the wall, right? It's a numbers game. But listen, people are getting sick and tired of it. If you talk to anyone and say, what's your number one frustration with LinkedIn? A lot of times you're going to hear all the spam messages that I get, all of the connecting pitches that I get. Um, a, a few months back, Todd Capone was on the Selling from the Heart podcast, and he's a, a sales historian, right? And, um, and he told this story. He's like, you know, as salespeople, we've broken every great technology that's ever come about. The phone came about and they had to come up with the do not call registry, right? Well, first caller ID, and uh, which was actually designed by a doctor because doctors were being interrupted during their mealtimes by salespeople because they knew that they had to answer the phone. And then the government had to get involved and create the do not call registry. Then email came along and what happened? Well, this, the Can Spam Act, right, had to be, had to be put up. Now we have this with LinkedIn, and now LinkedIn's coming up with their own rules, not only rules, but actually AI that they're using to detect bots and automation to shut down profiles. So, you know, uh, Bryn, talk a little bit about why it makes sense to not send out hundreds of messages, but to send out 10 messages. Yeah, so I'm, I, I love that. I want to just complete one thought around the developers, and then I'm going to get back to that. The one piece about the developers, they they can get approved for access to LinkedIn's API. So they will tell you they're approved for API. That does not mean their technology has been approved. So I just kind of wanted, because you're going to talk to lots of companies, as Bill said, that are going to tell you that they're approved. And I just want to reiterate, they can share a letter that says, that they have their the API access. It doesn't mean that they're approved from a, a, 
a compliance perspective as a user. Okay, so the question that you asked is, why should we slow down our outreach? To, because it speeds up our outcome. When you send out 100 messages, well, first of all, LinkedIn will very probably shut you down even for 24 hours. It says that you have unusually high engage or, or um, activity on LinkedIn, which is how LinkedIn is trying to combat that. Makes me worried that the wrong people are getting shut down, but they are. So let's just, we have to work with what we've got. So from that perspective, we have to slow it down. But if you send out a mass message to 100 people, whether it's email, which we do, by the way, we send out a newsletter once a week to 80,000 people and maybe 15,000 will open it, right? So there's a ton of, maybe, probably less than that. So there are a ton of people that are not engaging. Now, we have built a reputation with a lot of these folks. So they're not unsubscribing, they're just not interested right now. That's fine we, to get that mass message out. And they know, there's no hiding it. They know this is a newsletter that went out to a lot of people. We're not tricking them, right? If we send out on LinkedIn one-on-one -on -one messages and we are either automating that or it's just a blank template that's going out, boom, 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 like a cold call, they know it, they feel it. And if they don't, when they respond, you're going to miss some of that because you're in such volume. There's nothing more frustrating when someone reaches out to me and I almost think it was personal and then I respond and they have this automated response that was totally detached from what I said. It's frustrating. So, you know, we, we need to slow down. Why 10, 5, 3, whatever your number is because you want to hyper-personalize that, let them know it's about them. One of the ways you could do that is through a video message on mobile. You can't fake that, right? There's no way to fake that. But, you know, we are so adamant that this is a relationship development tool, that this is about showing up as a resource, becoming a thought leader in your space in a way that you're bringing value so you can build rapport and trust and understanding that the sale will come when the time is right. Cold calling on LinkedIn, whether it's automated or just manually automated, right? It just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You can't build trust with a bot. I mean, how many times do we go on a website and you know it's a bot and you're trying to get through the customer service and you're just, you know, except for me, I don't have much hair, but you're trying to, but you're pulling out your hair because the message just isn't getting through. It's the same type of thing. Why start a relationship on such a fake, fake um, premise? Yeah. Well, Dean has a question, um, which is, how do you feel about the new creator mode newsletter on LinkedIn? So I'm fine, by the way, first of all, creator mode, if you are creating content, there's some really good stuff with creator mode. There's some bad stuff. Like you go into follow and your connection button goes away and it confuses people. Um, there are a few not so great things, but I love newsletters if you're using them in a way. Again, that's something that people know is mass. There's no, we're not trying to fool them. That's the key. It's about being authentic. We're not trying to trick them to thinking that we're individually reaching out when we're not. That's to that to me is the biggest deal. I like newsletters. Right now, we're doing LinkedIn Live, which you get with Creator Mode. 
obviously we like that. Yeah, and, and you know, we go back to, to how I opened it. You know, when, when you're wondering, geez, should I use, how should I use automation? I think you have to in today's day and age, there has to be a level of automation in your, in your, um, in your sales process, in your marketing process, but ask, am I trying to build a relationship with us, this automation or am I just trying to convey information? And, you know, as Bryn famously says all the time, you'd never send a robot to a networking event, right? You, you wouldn't do it unless you sold robots. But then I think you'd want to be there, too, to make sure the robot didn't, you know, like hit anybody or something, um, be the evil robot. Or call them the wrong name or miss right. that. Right. And, and, that, and, that's, and that's what happens with this automation is things can go wrong. About once a month, I get, in, I get either an email or a connection request on LinkedIn um, wanting to sell me pest control services because 25 years ago, 25 years ago, I was in the pest control industry and it's still on my LinkedIn profile. And, and so I'll, I'll kind of joke and kind of just reach out and just say, um, I, where did you get that information? And it's because their automation has to be tweaked and it's not quite right. So somebody, uh, so Dean says the idea that they signed up to follow you as opposed opted in to, to get a, an inbox newsletter from you asking for a friend. So when someone follows you, I'm, I'm sorry. So when you, when you create the newsletter and you send that, they have to accept that invite. Right. So I don't know about you. I'm getting about five to 10 a day of people inviting me to to follow their newsletter. And when you do, you'll get a notification and an email every time they 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 create a new newsletter. So um, I hope that 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 answers your question. It's different than when they follow you. So when they follow you, all that means is that your content might appear on their newsfeed. Did you hear her say she might? Right. And so, so here's the thing, if you're trying to develop and build a network of connections, you don't want to have creator mode on, right? Because, because it automatically changes your default button from connect to follow. And listen, the average LinkedIn user doesn't understand the difference between follow and connect. And the average LinkedIn user doesn't understand how to connect with you if your button is, is follow. And so quickly how you do it, you go to the more button and click the drop down and you'll see a connect there and you click connect and you always want to send a message telling them why you connected. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, create, create a mode, great idea. Um, and they, and, and, for me. Yeah, and, and for you, and you have a large amount of followers and a large amount of connections, but for those that are trying to develop and build your network, you really, it, it doesn't make sense really to have it, have it on. So uh, you want to use LinkedIn live and newsletters and then it does, right? So it's really about kind of put, doing a pros and cons. And I yeah. will say, if you do decide that you want creator mode because you want LinkedIn live and you didn't have it otherwise on a daily or every other day, go look at your followers and decide who, who of them might you want to connect with. So you can reach out to them. Thanks so much for following me. I looked at your profile and I'd love to add you as a connection. PS may ask how you found me. Yep. So. Great. So parting words on automation the good the bad and the ugly bob don't do it unless it's something that we told you specifically to do basically I mean, and it's specifically with like magical and calendly and those types of tools essentially because because otherwise you're starting off the relationship in quite possibly the most inauthentic way possible mm, that's right. a good one yep Bryn, final yeah. thoughts and don't start your relationship off with a lie do yeah. not use mm -hmm. automation 
on LinkedIn. Use it smartly though. Use automation where automation and where it's clear with your intent. That's the goal. Don't use it in a way that you're trying to fake people out to think that you are actually taking the time to look at their profile and invest in a relationship when you're not. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. As I say, uh, authenticity over automation in, in, in everything that, that you do. Just think of it and, and, and think of it from the point of view of, would I want to receive a, a message like this? Uh, but also, would they want to receive a, a message like that? So, um, yeah, so the next item, uh, Thomas said, adding to creative mode will be LinkedIn audio, like Clubhouse. It's something they're they're rolling out. Beta users bring to you. So Beth Granger is a friend of ours, and she actually is one of the um, beta testers. And I co-hosted a room with her. Uh, and there's good, bad, and ugly in that too. But uh, once they get it right, it will be awesome. Great. All right. Well, hey, listen, everyone, thank you so much for attending another episode live and for those watching on replay of Making Sales Social Live. And we will see you next time. Have a great rest of your day. Bye bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.